How good to see you again so soon, Mr. Week. I need you to do this task. I'm not that guy anymore. You are always that guy, John. I can't help you. You know the rules. If you don't do this, you know the consequences. Accounts payable. How may I help you? I'd like to open an account. Name on the account? John Wick. The contract has gone international. You have no idea what's coming. Somebody please get this man a gun. You stabbed the devil in the back. To him, this isn't vengeance. This is justice. You working? Afraid so. Whoever comes, I'll kill them. Kill them all. Of course you will. Put a little curse on them. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? <sighs> Nothing much. Just enjoying the week, watching people do silly shit and brag about it. That's what we do. Ah, yes, and I'm one of those people. Unfortunately, sorry to anybody who saw my Twitter yesterday. You know what? It's, I, it's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to anybody who saw that nonsense. I was being goofy. Um, yes. Y'all not people focus. Uh, yeah, it, it, we, yeah. I just won't focus. Um, we're back. We are back to do chapter two of John Wick, twenty seventeen. Uh, and right off the bat, I have to say, I watched this last night, and I was thoroughly enjoying it, like I've never seen it before. And I watched it again this morning. And I still have that same excitement. I think this may be my favorite. I'll wait to solidify that when we get to the, after the third chapter. But yeah, I just really enjoyed this movie because pretty much John Wick movies are straight to the point. They don't waste any fucking time. Um, and Keanu Reeves is just so good in the character of John Wick. Um, any first thoughts, Shahid? I remember going to movie theater to see this one a lot more than the first one. Like yeah. the first one came out, like we talked about, it was more like a hit and classic type of, you know, if you know, you know, by the time it hit home, you know, home video and cable, people start getting excited. Then they start talking about casting. People got more hype. And I remember when this dropped, like it was a full theater. Unlike the first one, like I saw the first one, the theater was like maybe half full. This one, it was full, like completely full. People were hyped to see it. It came out. February 10th, like Valentine's Day weekend, basically. And it was like, you know, marketed kind of like as a date movie. Because <laughs> it was something, it came out at the same weekend as something else. They're like a romantic comedy. It was like, if you want to see a romantic movie, you see, you see that one. If you want to see something else, you see John Wick. We chose John Wick. And I remember it was just awesome in the theater. It was just amazing, you know. It was kind of... They got more money, mm-hmm. so they got to do more of what they did before while expanding the universe, but still keeping the essence of John Wick. And doing for the show, I ended up watching it three times. Cause I and I watched on three different platforms. Like I watched it first on my TV, which was fun. 
still holds up. Then I watched it in my theater room and that was extremely fun because, you know, I saw my projector, I saw, you know, all my speakers. And like I say, action movies with subwoofers hit different. I can imagine. Because when, when you hear that shotgun, that boom, like you, it's different when you actually feel it. And I watched it last night, you know, like I watched it twice. That was enough. I watched it last night because I was watching Raw. I'm like, this stinks. <laughs> I lasted 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm not a masochist like you guys. Like, I don't have to be a completist. I see somebody, you know, distracting somebody by throwing a microphone at their chest. And I'm like, you know, I'm a grown ass man. I do not need to do this. Uh, like, I'm not, I'm not spending three hours on this nonsense. So I just watched it on my tablet. Still fun. One thing about Apple headphones, they have Atmos, they have surround sound in them. Surprisingly, mm. like these small ass earbuds, you can feel the sound go around you. Like you can feel little changes and everything. And that's a funny thing where you wouldn't expect that surround sound on like earbuds, but it pulls it off. The two? The AirPods? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Both yeah. The headphones yeah. and the, the earbuds, uh, depending on the movie, the movie has surround sound because the new iPhones have surround sound. Like the one since last year. Okay. I never tried to watch them with the my iPods before. Yeah. But. So and I was, you know, I guess it's it's funny what this movie has become. Like it's just an it's a the thing I like about this one is kind of like we talked about the first one. It could have been a one and done, you've been satisfied. Right. But it was enough stuff laid in the first one where you could see where a sequel would come from. This one has a different tone where it's kind of like, you know, you see that John Wick had a whole life. You already knew that he had a life before which you met him, but it's different where it's like, okay, this man was international. Like this man knew a lot of people yeah, for Rome a, long, and shit. a long time. And, you know, depending on which streets, which streets he's in, everybody knows his name. If you're in a certain neighborhood, it's like one of those people where like, if you're not about that life, you have no idea who this guy is. But if you are, you know, and it's not just a New York thing. It seems like it's a, it's a world thing. And the other funny thing about this movie is kind of like he brought this on himself and no one has sympathy for him. Yeah, because the movie pretty much is about, you know, your choices got consequences and people try to warn you. (laughs) More than one person tried to uh, warn you, like, you sure you want to do this? Yeah. And it actually goes both ways because the hero gets a warning and then the villain gets a warning. And it's kind of like, you know, choices have consequences on both sides. And it's just amazing what one choice in John Wick 1 leads to in John Wick 2 and John Wick 3. Because to be perfectly honest, John ain't really on the right side of good on this. That's the one thing I picked up from the movie. Like the first one is like, you know, he getting revenge. How so? How so? Explain that. A deal is a deal. Plain and simple. He made a deal. Somebody come in like collecting. You're like, nah, I ain't about that life no more. So what? No, that ain't how it works. Because you don't feel like imagine somebody loaning you money. And then all of a sudden you found Jesus and it's like, well, I don't got to pay you back because Jesus <laughs> says so. You know, I used to sling them, I used to sling them things, but I'm in the church now. I, ain't, I don't want to, not, I can't do it. I don't want to. Oh, I'm you not s- about that life anymore. Like, no, that ain't how it work. 
basically he should just took the marker initially. Not just the fact it's like he he all like, well, no, I bought that life anymore. So no, it's like even if you know one thing this movie stresses is how important the rules are. And that's what they say. The only thing separating us from the animals. Everybody knows the importance of these rules. John wanna be like, eh, no, nah, I'm chilling. And then get then get miffed when people are looking at him all funny. And what makes it more hilarious is John Wick 2 plays a lot different after you watch John Wick 3. Cause he's doing the same thing Santino's doing. Inconveniencing a whole bunch of people who do not want to be inconvenienced and they gotta do it because rules are rules. Think about how many people life affected. John you know, Wick. I never even thought about that. I never even thought about it. Get me out of city. I need you to help me. Like everybody chilling. And he got all this heat on him. It's like hook, hook me up, a deal's a deal. <laughs> yeah, because Holly Berry didn't have any parts. And Angelica Houston. Like think not. about how many people in John Wick 3, Lawrence Fishburne, Ian McShane, Angelica Houston, Holly Berry. How many people got inconvenienced or damn near murdered? Cause John Wick like hooked me up. <laughs> I never and even they, thought about that shit. And they're all minding their business, living their lives. And they all like, you got a whole lot of heat. You know what's gonna happen to us? Like, yeah, but a deal's a deal. And everyone is like rooting for it because we're rooting for John Wick. It's not that much different than what Santino's doing in this one. It's not like Santino's a hero, but John Wick ain't really, you know, he kind of like what they say. You can't leave and come back and think it's just all sweet. You out, you out. So, yeah, I never even thought about that. Because about the Mission Impossible, think about the Mission Impossible movies. Ethan Hunt, this whole thing, I'm going to retire. He never retired. He just talk about it. It ain't like I retire. There's all movies that normally I got one last job and then I'm done. Mm. Or, I'm getting pulled out of retirement against my will because somebody kidnapped my daughter or something like that. Some nonsense. It ain't like I'm going to get out and then jump right back in. You know who else did that had consequences? Dominic Toretto. <laughs> look, what, look what happened in Fast 8 because of what he did in Fast 6 and 7. Stay out. You retired. Stay retired. You cool. What, what else Charlize Theron say? You weren't even on my radar until you, so you kept messing with my plans. And you messed with my plans three separate times. So, yeah. Now, now your jump off going to catch this bullet while your boy hit his son watch because you didn't mind your business. That's how I go. Yeah, I mean, John Wick, like you said in the first one, it was just about revenge. This one, it was like, I'm not that guy because he was only coming back for revenge. Always that guy, John. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about my man Santino. I hate him. I hate the character. I hate his face, that smug look he was giving because he knew exactly. And you know what made it funny to me? It seemed like John was so out the loop that people had to explain the rules to him multiple times. And like he didn't know what was going to happen afterwards. No. He, no, he knew. He just thought it wasn't going to apply. There's no way in the world. It's just funny. What cracked me up is the whole thing is like, oh, I know the rules. I know it's going to apply to me. I got my cardigan on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. It's like, no, that's not how it works. And yes, Santino's very hateable. And out of the three movies, he's the most hateable because it's kind of like part one, 
you know, the son is the villain, but he's not the main villain. And Vigo is kind of like, he's funny. And he's kind of doing, you know, he's just trying to protect his son. And there's a level of respect between them. So you kind of see that. Part three is this kind of like, you know, John just struggling and the adjudicator doing what they're here to do, this business, nothing personal. This one is kind of like Santino just craving. It's like he didn't have to do what he did. And he also said, I don't know what to be here, John. She never came back. I would have respected Oh, that he lying. His whole plan is working on, I'm going to get you to murder my sister and then murder you because I have to. What kind of man would I be if I don't take revenge? <laughs> and he's actually right. Because if he hired, like if he let John Wick do that and then does nothing, they're not going to respect him. So he has to do that. And that's the and that's the that's the funny point of the movie. He's absolutely right in his evil, like in his evilness. He has to do that once he takes that path. It's taking that path is what's the problem. And it's kind of like he's not likable. You're not rooting for him. You just want to punch him in the face. And you know, it's just, and you always wonder, wow, John must he must have really loved Helen. Because that's another part of the movie. What the hell were you thinking making a deal with that man? That man wanted to get out. Be, uh... Look, you cannot sign a deal with Puff Daddy in 2021 and then complain about the business rules. Like, this is not yeah, the yeah. 90s anymore. And that's exactly what came off to. They looking at him like, um, what you doing? You know what you did. You know what the, like, you know what the rules are. Why, why did you do it? I just want to get out. They like, look like you out. And, and, and the unfortunate thing is he was out, but let me all right, let me put it to you like this then. If you was in his situations in the first one, would you had acted and you know got revenge? Look, everything John Wick did was justified. And we all understood why he did what he did. If he had those set of skills, of course he would do it. And if we had those set of skills, of course we would do it. That doesn't change anything. Well, we what, no, like, I'm not you know, saying it's gonna change anything. No, but it's kind of like, I use a perfect example. Look at the Matrix. What's Neo has all that? Oh, if I'm Neo, I would do that too. And look what happened. Now Zion about to get demolished because you couldn't leave well enough alone. Would you have done the same thing as Neo? Yeah. Can you get mad when somebody feels a certain way? No, not really. Like, yeah, somebody killed. I just buried my wife. She gives me a dog to remember her by. And the next damn day, somebody murders my dog and steals my car. And I have the skill set to do something. Of course, I'm going to do something. But at the same time, I cannot be mad if what I do causes other people to want to do something. And that's the whole point of John Wick, too. It's like Winston warned him in part one. You sure you want to do this? Because you know something might come. What do you say? You, you stick a toe in that water, somebody might come and snatch you out of it. And you know who that someone was? Santino. And see, and that's what I say again. It just seemed like his reaction to everything that was happening was like, oh, I'm not, why? Like, you knew what you did. You knew exactly what you did, and people told you what was going to happen. So don't be shocked when Santino pop up at your house. Like, you looking at him all sideways and shit. You know exactly what he's about to ask It's you. not shock, it's disappointment. He, would, he thought that people would respect his wishes that he was out. But he was out. He didn't stay out. That's how it go. You know, Sammy Gravano, you know, like you you go out and then you break witness protection. It's like, that's on you. And 
we could talk about the cast because the cast has expanded. Um, besides Santino, we got Lawrence Fishburne. I remember people getting very excited because, like, you know, reuniting Neo and Morpheus. Mm-hmm. And oh, Lawrence Fishburne feel like he's in a completely different movie than everybody else. <laughs> I don't think I got used to his character until the third one. It was like, okay, I'm kind of used to it. this. Is this is like his world? So I'm the man, baby. Oh, like <laughs> he is hype, and you know what it is because A. Rouse is understated, and he's just full of bombast and hype and chewing scenery, and it's like, you know, his solely meter meter he normally has. He threw that in the trash for this movie. I mean, it works for his character, but it stands out because no one else is doing that. And it's just hilarious. Like this man, just this rich man flying pigeons. Hey, he got a gang of people playing, bro. I was like, what the fuck is happening right there? Best way to do it. Yeah, yeah I guess. You, you, nobody will know. If you, I mean, you got money. You don't need everybody to know you got money. You got it. That's all. That's all work. Oh, you know. I can roll with them, man. I ain't think yeah, about that. I, I, I know you can. <laughs> you, know, you got you got Ruby Rose, who is hilarious because all she's doing is just fucking with John Wick the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Every like every five minutes, he there. She just sitting in the car, or she just sitting in the studio, <laughs> just watching. She just sexually molesting him, or just like talking trash. Like that scene. We'll get to it. Like that scene in the bar with them in common is hilarious because she's just was looking. And even before the camera focused, like I didn't know since I watched at home, she's there the entire time. But until the camera focuses, you like you have to look to see. Yeah, like, she's in the scenes if you look, but you she's know, just there just yeah. like I'm just just looking. And she don't so you get it, so you can enjoy me, even though you shouldn't, when he basically beats the shit out of her at the end of the movie because she messing with him the entire movie and then the elephant in the room because you kept bringing it up you kept bringing it up for a reason my man common oh let me go ahead and state this now what people are what people may say now and what people said then he is absolutely fine in this movie I'm not speaking. I'm just speaking for this movie specifically. He's fine. John, you working? Afraid so. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Like, don't worry. This drink's on me. Bourbon, right? <laughs> I'll do you quick. <laughs> Consider professional courtesy. What they want him to be doing, joking around and, and laughing? This is a serious ass man who just had his, you know, his woman, his yeah. protected murder. Of course, he's gonna have beef. Like that's the thing. He's playing it very straightforward, monotone, and harsh, as he should. You see John Wick cracking a whole bunch of jokes. He barely yeah. says anything. Yeah, it's like these assassins are doing serious business. They are not here for the play play. It's like, no, he's playing that role the way he should. This is a serious man doing serious things. He is very economical with his words, like John Wick. And one thing I like about this is kind of like it starts to have somebody where not as good as John Wick, but good enough to give him struggle. To give him struggle. Okay, before we get into the movie, let me ask you this question. It's a lot of people in boxing that talked shit when they were about to fight Mike Tyson. But then they got their ass knocked out, right? 
John Wick is this figure in this world where everybody knows him and his name rings bells. They know him. They know him. They know him. I understand. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand people that try him. Like, you know who that is. I get it that you work with. No, it's because he's retired and he's older. And the most important thing is, it's two sets of people. It's people who have done business with him and it's people who have heard of him. The people who heard of him is like, oh, yeah, the boogeyman. Okay, whatever. Kind of like, yeah, all right. I mean, he about to. Like, it's, it's how people talk about Michael Jordan. It's people who like, yeah, I heard of Mike, he, but he playing against plumbers. And then it's people like, nah, I played against Mike. He about that life. Because the people who dealt directly with John Wick move completely different than the people who just heard of John Wick. And that's what this that's what the situation comes in. Because like, oh, you know, hey, he's a boogeyman. Why don't we just kill him? It's just one man. And it's like Santino showed up the crib with six people just to talk. He know. That's what I'm saying. He knows. The people, who, the people who know, who have dealt with him directly, know. But it's a whole lot of people who haven't dealt with him directly. They just heard. It's like, yeah, you know. Well, he, may, is, is he really like that? Maybe I'm thinking about them goons at the beginning because I'm just like, yeah, I'm out of here. Because they don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Out there, goons. So they just like, because I'm there, I'm thinking about your man was talking about John Wick because the dude was like, it's just one man. He's like, you know, <laughs> telling him the same story that he pretty much said in the first one. So it's kind of like the head know, the head people know, but the goons are just like, oh, I'm just doing what I'm told to do. I mean, people heard about the name Jay Prince, but it's different if you actually know Jay Prince. Oh, you hear how you hear how people who know talk about compared to like, yeah, I heard, but I don't know. It's different. Like it's different when you actually deal with people and you actually know them and you've seen what they've done compared to what someone else says. Before we get in the movie, look how people people who know me react to me a lot different than people who don't know me. <laughs> okay, you made your I point. Mean, it's different. It's like if you don't know somebody, you only go about you know perception. But it's just like his. I, I get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because see, I'm thinking of the thing of like even common. Like I think I can take him, or I'm just going to you know. I even if I can't take, him, I'm doing the right thing, avenging my my boo. I mean, so. it's like. <sighs> One thing that you tend to forget in these movies is even on the one-on-one fights, it's not like it's a one-on-one fight in the beginning. It is a one-on-one fight after he's fought six or seven other people. Mm -hmm. Like John Wick's not invincible, but John Wick is still like, you know, if it's a straight fight and I ain't get hurt and you didn't get hurt, I'm dusting you. You might get me after I take out like nine people, you know, after I dealt with nine people, you the 10th, you might get a hit in or there and there. If you get to jump on me, but it's like beyond straightforward fights, none of the movie shows like one person can take them. The closest you get to it is John Wick 3 when he's fighting the, the dudes before he fights Mark the Cascos. And they all waxing them. And they like, oh, you know, you've been retired for five years. Take it easy. Cause he's like, this is John Wick. Like this thing was like he been retired. Cause keep in mind, John Wick's been retired, yeah, for a while. And that's the other thing that's kind of like you know, taken into like, yeah, I heard about he the boogeyman. Is he still that man? Is he still the boogeyman? I don't know. He been sitting on the couch, you know, loving in the club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can know what that he ain't loving in the club. He just sitting there crying. 
Um, yeah, I guess I just I'm looking at it in a different way, and I get what you're saying too. You're not saying what you're saying is right. Like he's retired, so people just like nah, he ain't got it no more. It's a myth. That's back in the day. It's my day now. Well, I can tell you a lot of people got that ass killed. <laughs> We're gonna run with John Wick in the sequel. Uh, so let's just go ahead and pick up uh, with the movie. Oh, a synopsis first. Synopsis. Here we go. After John Wick attempts to retire, an old acquaintance drags him back into the life to have one more task and threatens his life. Against his better judgment, he goes through it and deals with the consequences. I feel weird doing synopsis of movie of movies that everyone has seen. Uh, well, I know, but you got to do how we got to do, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no, a, no, no. We I'm don't. a voice man, so. Yeah, we, we don't have to. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. Yeah, we can kind of cut that down. That does make sense. No, it's fine because it's like this. You know, we all got our roles to play. So <laughs> this movie, like I said, this movie came out in February 10th. Budget was $40 million. Made 171 so more than double what the original made. It's a big jump. Very like, and this is kind of like this is where it becomes to the point now where it's like John Wick is a is in pop culture, and the movie kind of starts off that way. Like you know, you see the credits. This is keep in mind this is a week after the first one. The time frame. So yeah, still, I, I just found that out last night. I was like, okay, this yeah. is a week after. Yeah, so you see like a little somebody's throwing projector on a wall in New York, probably some hipster like you, and then you hear a crash in the movie, and you see a motorcycle crash, and it's like, oh, somebody having a bad day. Of course, it's John Wick in the car chasing this dude, this dude trying to get away in a motorcycle. John Wick cuts him off <clears throat> violently, takes this car, leaves him. You never see his face, but you know who it is. And then you see a group of gangsters, you know, packing up. They had like a taxi service, got some gold, got some dope, got some guns. And it's Abram Tarasov, brother of Vigo. You know, explaining why, explaining to his man with this poor mustache, why he got to leave. Oh, he was packing up. You know, why are we packing up? Because my nephew <laughs> stole a car and killed the puppy. And the car. This is not possession. And this is my man, Peter Stormare, where if you've seen movies, you've seen him, you've seen him at least in one movie. Mm-hmm. He's been in a zillion movies. And, it's, and that's the one thing about John Wick. John Wick is genius when it comes to casting. It's like they know how to get people that you've seen or you want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I know that guy. <laughs> basically, it's like, oh, I, know, I don't know his name, but I know who that is. So and it's, he's basically breaking down like, dude's like, so we're giving all this up for a car? It's like, it's not just any car. It's this John Wick's car. And the dude's like, oh, but he really don't. He kind of hear the name, but he really ain't feeling it. It's like, you know. Yeah, like you said. Uh, why, why don't we just give him the car? And he's like, he killed my nephew, killed my brother, and killed 12 men over a dog in a car. You think he going to stop now? And then he's like, well, why don't we, he's just one man. Why don't we just kill him? He's like, he's a man of focus. Conviction. I saw him kill three men. Yeah, yeah, with a pencil. With a fucking pencil. Who the fuck does that? 
And he's basically breaking down like John Wick is a man of conviction of focus. And that's his whole, that's one of his superpowers. It's like everybody can, can prepare, everybody can arm, everybody can train. What did Sean Connery say in The Rock? Must never hesitate. Is when you do something, you just do it. You don't think about it. You don't, you know, worry. You just do it. And that's what he does. He's doing it. He's taking out these dudes. He makes one man swallow his damn lit cigarette. Ooh, I know that had to stick. Oh, and another thing, sheer fucking will. It's his will to do everything because your boy be beat up and still going. Ain't no stopping. Although, had they just given the car and let him go, this played out a lot differently. <laughs> Here, man, just go on, man. Go on with that shit. So, anyways, they're saying that, you know, you get a phone call. John Wick, you have my car. <laughs> the boogeyman. Baba Yaga. Baba, you drops the phone. This man is shook. Like, that's the reaction. Now, but he an old head, so he know. So now I'm, I'm feeling what you're saying I mean, more. keep in mind, he probably worked directly. You know, John Wick used to work for Vigo, so he probably know yeah. how he rolled. And you see how he rolled. He get the car, and it's, you know, it's a car in there. Remind him of Helen. And he try and drive out. And they won't let him. Let him leave. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Nah, we can take him. Nah, they try. They try. And they, you know, just crash into his car. And it's like the idea of the car matters more than the car itself. Because he is using this car as a weapon. Do with the motorcycle gets clothesline with the car door. Trying to escape. Still won't let him escape. Gets crashed by a few taxis. Then you out here, you know, throwing hands. And it's like, yeah, you forget John Wick can fight. And John Wick doing a whole bunch of, it's not a bunch of flashy stuff. It's like, I'm going to kick you in your kneecaps or I'm going to toss you. It's yeah. a whole bunch of like judo toss, you like that. Why he getting hit by a car? Good Lord. And he got hit by a car twice. He's still, you know, still beating folks up. And eventually our man, Vladimir Kozlov, gets out the car. Because <laughs> he took out the first five dudes. Oh, he stopped trying to throw kicks to John with that. It's not going to work. And he like, this dude just comes, picks him up, and throws him like a bag of laundry. Yeah, he, he scooped his ass up. And then he's staring down like, what you going to do? And people, I, this is what tough people work at that gym all the time. Lifting weights don't make you bulletproof. Nope. John Wick plugs him in both. You go, oh! <laughs> and Abram the whole time is just hearing all this and just shaking. Like, you know, that don't, that don't sound like John screaming. <laughs> the whole time he knows how this is going. He's just sitting there, just frightened. And keep in mind, this ain't no coward. Yeah. This ain't no like punk. He just like, he know. And meanwhile, that's why I would laugh. It's like, you know, all right, I, I give you hands to a certain point. But it's like, look. I, could, I still got this gun. So he comes in, pour each other a drink, peace. He's like, you know, can a man like you ever find peace? He's like, you know, why not? And they have a truce, tells him enjoy retirement, drops the bottle. You just have to eat alive. <laughs> and the whole thing is, one of the recurring themes of the movie is, can John Wick enjoy peace? Because think about it. Hypothetically, say Santino doesn't show up. What is John Wick going to do? Enjoy his dog for the rest of his life? Yeah. And do go to the airport and uh, drive his car. And- I mean, because he he's rich. He doesn't need money. 
I don't seem like he don't seem like the type that he's gonna be dating again. Mm, he seemed comfortable. I don't know. He seemed that seemed lonely. I mean, he probably would be lonely, but he'll have his dog and house and his picture. Uh, yeah. Well, he takes the car, you know, goes home, takes a shower, got the got the new dog, and then Aurelio shows up. Jesus, John. <laughs> can you be, like this car? Can you be fixed? Why didn't you have a John Wick salad here? I'm trying to figure out what voice you have from sound like. Keanu go get mad at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I know you want to be a funny man, too, huh? Mm-mm. I'm telling you, that's how he said it. He did not sound like that. I'm going <laughs> to let, let this slide. <laughs> no, he has more of a monotone. He's like, you know, the engine about to fall out, the frame busted. You know, um, I don't know if you noticed a crack in the windshield. But, you know, thanks for making some calls. Yeah, I have a fix. You know, about Christmas 2030. So he got nine more years. And a funny thing, there are deleted scenes in this movie. Because if you look at the credits, um, Charlie and the doctor are both in the credits of this movie. But you don't see them. And it's scenes with Santino basically bullying people around John Wick later on in the movie that they cut out. And it's good because it kind of takes away from the movie. This is on a uh, Blu-ray? Yeah. Here we do. Yeah. I, I don't think and I... And probably if you're the digital cop, like if you watch it on the digital copy, it has extras. I probably just never went to the extras. Yeah. So that's what's in there. So, he, you know, so he's burying his stuff. You know, I'm done with that life and everything. Still reminiscing about Helen. And the second he's done burying everything, the, f- the doorbell rang. Aggressively, too. Like, relax. Had me wait out here in Jersey. <laughs> man, fuck that. You're going to be ringing my doorbell like, ding, dong, ding, dong. Come on, man. Relax. I'm coming. You know, this, you know who this is, Jonathan. So, ring the door. You start hearing some four-bow and Italian music. And as soon as open the door, Santino D'Antonio. Ricardo Scarmaccio. <laughs> I've seen him. I saw him in another movie after this, and I frowned my face up as soon as he popped up on the screen. I don't know if he's playing a good guy or bad guy. I'm like, it don't bad. matter. It don't matter. Like, he hands on sight. Ciao, John. Like, man, he's like, you know, John got this look like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, he already know what this is about. He know nothing good can come from this. This man show up with like a squad of like six people. And Ruby Rose standing right there, aren't you know, she dressing sharp. I wish I could rock a suit like she could ride. That's why I'm on the trim every damn day. But it's like, you know, can I come in? And John kind of looking like, I guess. Hmm. Santino over there walk around looking at us. Keep on. John has a very beautiful house. Oh, yeah. That man lived in the suburbs of New Jersey. That house, that man is rich. And Santino looking like, you know, as he said, you know, all of this because of me. Partially is my, you know, they talk. Does it have a name? No. Nope. Still didn't name the dog. Sorry about your wife. Look, John, I don't want to be here. No. <laughs> I come with this with a heavy heart. No, you don't. Ask, ask someone else. Someone else? To take it away? You know, you know what this is? Like, if... 
you stay. You know, no, but you say no man can leave and come back without consequence. And when's John doing the, the first? And this is the first movie where John, you know, you get this whole. <laughs> no, he just he almost <laughs> whining. Oh, Please, I don't want to do this. Whoa, whoa. Wait, what you always tell me? You just, just tell people no. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but the whole thing is, it only works when you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Tell somebody no. Yeah, you can tell the cable company no if you ain't paying. Don't get mad when they turn your cable off. It's like yeah, you can say no. No has consequences. You like you see what this is? This is it's your blood. Remember, you came to me on the night of your possible task. If not for what I did, none of this would happen. This is this is partially mine. I need you. I'm not that guy anymore. You were always that guy. If you say no, you know the consequences. I'm sorry, I can't. And you're looking around and Sant- to Santino credit, he asked him. And he asked him like multiple times. It's like, look, you know the deal. I don't want to be here, but I'm here. You know the rules. You came to me, favor is a favor. You asked like three or four times, no, no, I can't do it. Find someone else. And he's like, you know, Santino's like, yeah, you can't, but he can. I'll see you soon, John. And I should have known. And then he's looking around. You have a very beautiful home, John. Close the door. Now I'm like, what did John would think? What did John think was going to happen? I don't know, because I'm just like, you too calm or just cool right now. Like I'll be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep this door open. I'm gonna see y'all. I'm gonna be like grandma, watch y'all leave out. <laughs> this man asks you three times for a favor, warns you what will happen if you said no. I'm, I'm not that guy. Y'all both made a, y'all both know the rules, and then he like, I'm gonna see you around. And then lead out, you got a nice crib. And I say, oh, you know, you got a nice house. Be ashamed if something happened to it. Yeah, he did. Basically, this is what he's saying. He did the Dave Chappelle. <laughs> nice house. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, you know, John looked at the picture of Helen or anything like that. Like, oh, I guess this is over. <laughs> yeah. It's over, all right. You know, people talking about Pop the Trump. This man, Pop the Trump, had the Resident Evil grenade launcher. Yeah. Loaded. Okay, this man has on a three-piece suit and an overcoat. Pulls out a grenade launcher and proceeds to destroy his house. And I'm like, you know, Santino been screwed if John would have died because <laughs> the first one comes in and boom, like you hear, you know, you hear the explosion, you feel it, blows himself out the house. Then shoots two more for good measure. He sleep too. Sitting there looking at the photo burn, and Santino just watching leave. Like, yeah, I told yeah, you, you gonna talk to me? Ain't no no. <laughs> Asshole. And now it's like, yeah, you may not be that guy. He gave you a reason now. It's like you know we, you know, easy way, hard way. John chose the hard way. Yeah, I guess in Santino's mind, like I know, I know what I'm doing, and I yeah. know the circumstances to a certain yeah. degree. I need, like you say, I need. John Wick, not this washed up house husband. <laughs> so if you that man gone, I'm gonna bring his ass back. And that's a plot point that happens in a lot of movies. Like I gotta bring you back. I need to find that eye of the tiger. He found it. <laughs> At this point, John's pissed. Jimmy shows up. 
Gas leak? Gas leak. You working again? Bye, you later, Jimmy. <laughs> that man is uh, not one for sitting here talking uh, to people. Ah, uh, shit. And this man walks to New York. Yep. All right. He stopped at Junior's to get a slice of cheesecake. Nah, he just walked over the bridge and got there. That's all. At least the first one, he caught a bus. This one, he walked. That's how angry he was. Smelling like Wolverine. <laughs> He's walking with his dog in a dirty shirt. Showed the Continental. Sharon is there. Oh, back so soon, Mr. Week. Shall I announce you? I'm like, yeah. And then Winston there looking at the new gold coins. He's like, yeah, it's the new shit. Put this in circulation. And John getting all mad. Where is he? What did I tell you was going to happen? <laughs> like- <laughs> he at him like, you know. Like, what, John, what the hell are you doing? He burnt down my house. He turned down this market. He'd be happy he stopped there. What the hell are you thinking making a deal with Santino D'Antonio? That's the only way for me to get out. Out. Just look out. loud. You, you, you look like you out. You got a dirty shirt on up in my crib. Out here smelling. Oh, he burnt down my house. And? <laughs> you, can, you, can get, you can get a little apartment or something. You'd be you, all right. You know, what the, you know what the hell is this? You know, what does he want? I didn't ask. I just said no. That's Keanu. That's, and it's funny, Keanu Reeves is showing more emotion this one. Like, he buzzed out his, almost his speed voice. Because, like, the monotone starting to get away. It's like, you know, breaking, breaking the rules, saying two rules. No violence done on continental grounds and never turn down a marker. Continental grounds, you break the rules, excommunicado. Rest in peace, Perkins. Break your marker rule, high table. You know, basically the whole thing. If you run, you die. You dishonor the marker, you die. If you kill the owner of the marker, you die. So ain't no getting out. That's not- Separate- that's what just annoys. That's what annoys me about John. You know the fucking rules. You not have. You ain't got all timers. You know what the fuck it is. I was out. Yeah, you was. That's the whole thing. Was. I was like, do what the man says. Be free. Did you want to burn the house down? Be my guest. Until then, rules. That's right. Rules. That's the whole thing. And it's like kind of like you know, even though it's here's the problem. Once Santino showed up at the house, John Wick life is irrevocably changed. Either he dies by Santino, he dies by somebody else. There's no thing where he gets revenge on Santino and it's just done. None. Especially after he does, especially if it was going, because it's kind of like he can't touch Santino till he finishes the market rules. But the conditions of the market makes it like once that's done and then he does something with Santino, then he's screwed. The whole world's falling on him. So it's kind of like, you know, lose-lose. And Santino knows that. But Santino thinks that's going to protect him. And, eh, well, you know, maybe we'll find out later on this podcast, right? Oh, we, yeah. Also, too, we actually see more of a relationship that John and Winston have. Like, you can tell they, like, and the first one was kind of like, are they cool? But this one's kind of like, no, no, no. They got some type of relationship. And then in the third one, you see it's a little bit deeper. Yeah. So anyway, he's going to his old safe. He goes to meet to Santino. That's here looking at art. And he got to get 
<laughs> you got to get frisked by Aries and she having a good old time just doing it. And then, I don't know, that, that old crotch, that crotch and ass grab seemed like it's a little extra. Mm-hmm. So, and then she kind of looked and let him on Santino say, you know, as art, it's just, it's just oil and canvas. But my father, he loved it. It must mean something. I'm sorry, John. Had you stayed out, I would have respected it. And now you're looking at me, I wonder, probably wonder how'd you do it? Counting the exits, looking at the gods. That woman's pen, his cane, man's glasses, my hands. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, the movies. <laughs> he should just shot him in the face right there. <laughs> You cracking jokes. So he's like, but you know you cannot. And he's like, you know, you know the rules. Just tell me what you want. I want you to kill my sister. Good lord. Why? You know, basically breaks down the high table. It's twelve it's twelve seats. And he was, you know, his family's Kamora. And when his father died, he gave the seat to his sister. And I can't help but wonder how far we could go if I was in her steed. And it should tell you this. The fact that dad gave the seat to Gianna should tell you all you need to know about Santino. Because uh-huh. it's a very masculine situation. And normally things like that are passed by the son. If son got skipped, there's probably a good reason for that. And everything that Santino is showing you and a few things that Gianna shows you kind of shows it just by it's like, you know, you want me to kill Gianna then to I, I could never do it. I said love her. <laughs> this piece of shit. Weird way of showing it, brother. Weird way of showing it. So I need this Pietro, the boogeyman. I need the man looking at me now to do it. It can't be done. It should be the you know, going the kind of it doesn't matter. It can't be done. It must be done. Do this for me. What say you? And he just say, he just leave. Never man to waste words. So that's the whole thing. I need you to knock off my sister so I can take her spot in the hot table. But I can't do it because I love her. But I'm like, okay, John Wick do it. Then what? You're going to have to go after John Wick because people will to put two and two together. Yeah. So yeah, you probably, yeah. So you right. John, John, John knew what was going to happen right after he did it. So he was kind of aware of, yeah, I know what you're up to. Because ain't no way you're going to let me walk away free. So anyway, he goes, he finds a safe. Keep in mind, he got to find a different safe house because all his other stuff was destroyed in his house. And he shouldn't have buried it so fast. <laughs> so he goes to a... Um, place run by and it's funny where this gives a hint of john's heritage mm-hmm. that's explained more in john Wick three because like this man you know in the safe house and he's you know get the number got the suit she go coins a gun and he lets out a shower he is mad it's like you know how you get i have been this mad before same and sometimes you just need to shout because it's, it's better shouting because there's been some times I've been, you remember Thor, we took over the table. Mm-hmm. I've been that mad before, but I'm like, I ain't gonna mess up my own house. 
That shit's stupid. No, I so. did that shit. <laughs> Shouldn't have, but yeah, we live yeah, and learn. So then he gets all dresses, more composed. Happy hunting, Mr. Wick. Gets the head nod. Where are we heading to? Rome. And Uh-oh. then that's like, yeah, we got a budget now. <laughs> and Rome is a perfect city. Old architecture, ancient history, a tradition of cruelty and treachery. Rome, Italy. So he gets there. And who there waiting, watching while you go to Continental Aries, eating a water ice. And she just keep popping up. Where he at? Like, yeah, I got my eye on you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know if he knows she's watching. Um, Maybe he has an idea somebody's watching, but not specifically her. Yeah, but it's kind of like figures, like, you know, got to make sure the job is done. So anyway, he gets there. Chips, you know, checks into the Continental. And first, shout out a black woman in Italy got a, a nice high paying job. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan, it's my man Julius Franco Nero. Man had a ponytail and everything. What up, girl? I mean, General Esperanza from Die Hard Two, <laughs> his way. And it's funny, like. You know, he did a lot of spaghetti westerns back in the day. And then he's original Django, won't he? Yes, he's yeah. original Django. And then let me see, when did Django Unchained come out? Uh, so 2010? It came out 2012. Two years. So him, so he got back into, you know, pop culture, like guys because of that. So of course, you know, casting it. And it's funny, like like we talked about before, John Wick had a habit of casting people at the exact right time when they on the come up or when they like when they're being when they're known. Yeah. You know, when they hot, so to speak. And this one is like, you know, you see Django, you know, they talked about it, he popped up in that one. So you see him here, and it's like if you watch movies, you know who he is. If you're a film nerd, you know exactly who he is. And if you don't, it's a cool tie. You got like I Cannot remember the last time we've been in Italy. I have just one question. <laughs> Are you here for the Pope? Man, that's all he needed. Hey, if you ain't here for him, we good. No. And I remember this line got a big laugh in the movie theater. Yeah, same in mine. And there is a cut scene where he goes, gets a blessing from the Pope before he goes on his mission with Gianna. Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't necessary, but that been hilarious. It's like, all right, very well then. Uh, finest rooms, and then he got to get armed. And the thing about we saw before Continental was just like you know hotel. They got a doctor in the hotel. Now it's like Continental's international. It's a chain around the world, and they do more than have hotels. Oh, glad you um, um brought that up because I'm just thinking about it. I wanted to say this. I apologize to you. I was actually wrong. I'm going to apologize to the audience about the coins because now I know those coins are what they are. Because in this one, I just noticed how, you know, it was more interaction with them in this one. So it was like, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. So they mean something. We just don't know. It don't really even matter, but to them. So, okay, I'm cool now. I'm a little bit situated with the coin thing. It's a gold coin. It's not monetary currency. It's a promise. 
respective goods. Then Brian tell us that like we gonna say that for John Wick three. It's kind of like you know, yeah. What did I say before? Gold matters because everyone believes it does. That's all it takes. It's a barter system. Yeah, because even when he said, "Oh, you get the new coins in circulation," I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm, I'm oh, okay." So he was right. I like that. I can say when I'm wrong. No problem. So anyway, you know, it's three different people he meet up with. One that has the plans to the Coliseum, the Gianna, yeah, the Antonio Estate, where she's going to be at for the coronation. One is a tailor versus like, you know, old Chinese lady out there, back, very broken. She's selling at the gold coins. Like, oh, I know what to do with this. I'm taking you to the back. <laughs> uh, long time. It's, it's like, they all know who he is. Long time, Mr. Wick. Hadn't seen you. Thought you were retired. He's like, you need a new suit. Yeah. And then the Somalier, you know who this man is. I'm going to try if I can say his name. Uh-oh. Hey, I, as someone who has an ethnic name, I try to respect names. Peter Serafinovich. That boy got it right on the head. Yeah. So, oh, good afternoon, Mr. Wick. It's been a long time. He he was hyped. He's like, yeah, this out of the three, this man seemed to enjoy his work the most. So, the tailor is like, you know, oh, double with single double-breasted nights a day like one for day one for night you know what type of pleat long what type of fabric tactical how many buttons two yeah tactical this man and this is where one of the biggest last come in the bulletproof suit now i don't know the science behind this (laughs) i'm not saying it's impossible (laughs) i'm just saying i don't know i don't know how possible it is. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. cool. Yeah. I feel like that should be weighing your ass down if it really was one. So, but. So anyway, the line that goes in between the suit, completely impenetrable, but you know, painful. I'll take that. And they even show the Chinese lady letting some shots off. So, got a suit in there. Perfectly, you know, basically I'm... I'm Superman with his suit on. He, this man put his a sleeve up, stepping, shotgun bullets. <laughs> so, got that done. Got the plans to go in multiple gates because it's like the ancient plans and the modern plans with a key. Got that in. Meanwhile, it's gunshot. He's like, you know, I know you're like the German models. We got some, you know, got the Austrian here. Got the two guns. Like, I need something for the main course. Man, got a Texas special. And you know the funny thing? Is that it's hard. Like, this is basically gun porn. And it's kind of weird watching John Wick in this type of climate where you're rooting for him. You have all these guns, and you can understand why gun owners like like having guns. And the, but then the flip side is like the irresponsible one, like, oh yeah, somebody cut off my parking spot. Yeah, I'm about, to show, I'm about to show him what's what. Hey, you 17 people, your last name start with T. You fucked because I'm gonna shoot you. And people, and then it's like, well, you know, well, yeah, AR 15 make it easy, but what if he had a bomb? I was like, I can't buy a bomb from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, um, I've heard these uh conversations, uh, especially after this movie was over with. 
or even maybe it was the third or second one where people like these nerds were just talking about the guns and I'm like oh, let me get the it's, fuck out of here I mean but it's not new cause it's like no. I mean we've been dealing with this a long like the Matrix and Columbine oh yeah so it's been a thing it's just weird seeing how much love they have for the gun it's like you know John was professional and he, not, he gonna put that thing on people that deserve it and my man is happy you know I need something later night something bold robust bold robust Nelly shotgun, rapid fire shotgun. That shit is loud if you got a subwoofer. And you have to, you know, texture so your hands get wet. <laughs> this man truly enjoyed this role. Mm-hmm. What about dessert? Ah, dessert. Finest cutlery, all freshly stone. And you know what? John Wick picks a nice small knife that's tactical. Like, you don't need a big ass knife to stab somebody. Mm-hmm. You just need a nice play, and it's like you can hide it. It does a job. You know, Rambo had a knife as big as damn forearm. <laughs> <laughs> you chopping some of my skull off, like it's. That's one thing I've learned is like with John Wick kind of show, he don't get big guns. He just get guns that's effective. They ain't no need no desert. Like what you need a desert eagle for? Like that shit seems unwieldy, and for what? Like the oh, you need some. I I do the killer killer. I want them to be. I want them to be dead when they're in hell. Like, what? and that's. I'm glad we kind of moved away from that. Whereas, like the '80s and '90s, like I need the biggest, loudest gun possible. And then, like the 2000s and the teens, like I just need a gun that makes the mo- most sense. Right. And I always laugh because Resident Evil Four, you buy a rocket launcher, the merchant laughing. What you need that for? Go hunt an elephant. <laughs> laughing at that, like we got these regular guns. Why you buy a rocket launcher? Like, chill out. So. So I'm happy hunting. He got all the stuff, everything ships the hotel, cut, you know, speedy order. He got them gold coins. <laughs> uh huh. He ain't putting no damn American Express. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and meanwhile, Aries is still watching. Lurking. The whole time. Like a damn ninja. Just lurking. So he get himself ready, got the suit on, getting back in the, you know, getting back in the game. So he leaves the shotgun. In the catacombs on the way out, mm-hmm. just in case. He has the machine gun at a different spot. And then he just goes in with the pistol. So he's thinking, I, can sh- I got stuff to get in. I got stuff to get out. Just know. And meanwhile, Aries is watching in the car. So it's the coordination. And let me tell you something about now. Janet Antonio swears she's Charlotte Flair. <laughs> this woman come in got the full robo with the mink got a glass and all got common on one side i tried to like she swears she the leader of the horseman yeah she running things she coming in strong like yeah look at me i'm on top i got theme music and you got a car you got all these people here you got a cardinal of the church there like blessing you and you got my man Oconi me mugging. You don't know who this is, but he out here staring like, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like her. She's kind of looking. And meanwhile, Cobbin catching this. <laughs> this man is, you know, like he smiled a day in his life. Just mad. Well, well I can say he mad. He on the job. He He's stern. Yeah, he ain't fucking around. He's very stern. She out here just strolling. Just like, yes, I'm on top. Look at me. You gonna, and this is hilarious. I just joined the hot, like, I just joined the mob. 
we having a party. <laughs> and not to mention, she look at Kama up and down like street meat. Boy, she looked oh, him up and down. Loved, what would I do without you cashing? Oh, she loves some cashing. Mm-hmm. She does. Meanwhile, John's there pointed out. So have a meeting with Mr. Coney. And you don't spend a lot with John and Antonio. But you learn enough to know Santino is not a good person. Her sister, his sister isn't either. Yeah. You just, you just can't take with his mouth. Nothing was taken. Your associates came to me willingly. A knife was pressed to their necks. Semantics. Beside that knife you speak of wasn't meant for them. It's meant for their children. They only meant to watch. Ooh. The fuck? Yeah, she ain't no better. <laughs> now, <laughs> and this is how she rubbed it in. You know, now, have fun. Go back to the party. You know, have a drink. Have some, have some fun. Didn't she say some slick shit like was mine? What's yours is mine. What's yours now? What's yours is now mine. Good lord. Go Go back to the party. (laughs) Have some champagne. Have some fun. (laughs) Fun. Yeah, like he out here just like I gotta take it. I can't do nothing. Yep. Just mad. And she just out here like, you gonna do? Like, you know that cheerleader, that cheerleader, that girl be looking up and down like, yeah, you she about to do. Mm-hmm. That's the look she got. <laughs> yeah, I got your stuff. I'm about to put that thing on the kids. They just, it wasn't about them. They could have, I was going to let them live. Now get out my face. Somehow party. There's like, you know, let me, let me freshen up. Cash in. Why don't you go in and say, my guess? See him like, mm, mm. what I do about you, Cash in? Boy, she, it's more than now. You know why he mad the whole movie? Got them yams taken away from him. We don't. We gonna retire yams. We are grown in this man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Antonio had to see the high table. We not refer to her private parts as yams. Hey. She's a grown. She's an adult woman. When she took off them clothes, they were yams. I don't care what you no. say. You got four hundred one k, don't you? Absolutely. Then stop using yams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're civilized people. Oh, that is civilized. Is this Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm sorry, cheeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> as she gets, you know, this robes in her beautiful room, and I looked at this badge, so I'm like, the few times I wish I made more money so I can get a tub like this, because that tub looks heavenly. You got the candles lit. And she's getting there. One second she's chilling, and the second's John Wick. And she knows John Wick too. And she also more aware, like, if he's just showing up, that is not just to say hi. Mm-mm. And that's the thing, like, people who know John Wick, like, and she's like, John, it wasn't too long ago that we'd be considered, you know, friends. So it's like, yeah, so they got, so he has a history with this family. Way back, and I would love to like if they ever did prequel to see what he was doing back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing people talk about, like John Wick, it's like sequels like that. I would love to know all the stuff he was doing before he retired. That's why I was a little upset that the uh, comic <clears throat> didn't uh, get going like it should have, because that's what they were telling, like the backstories of how we got to the point in the movie. Eh, it's always time. Yeah, I don't know if they're still in print. I just know it was a rough, rough start. Get them things uh, going, getting out there. 
Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of like, so why are you here? You know, devil's devil's own, you know, devil's doorman, so to speak. You no know, marker. How about whom? Your brother. She likes, all right, she put two and two together. She's like, you know, so this marker, this is how you get out. So who's this woman whose life is ended my own? Helen. And then she started rubbing in Helen. Let me tell you what's going to happen when I die. My brother will take my seat in a high table. He'll take New York and you'll give it to him. What would Helen think about that, John? What would Helen think about you? <laughs> and John is like, hey, this is one of the most uncomfortable scenes. He was like, yeah, you are real conflicted. Like, he got to do a job. It was like, you ain't rooting for this. No. And this is the first time in a John Wick movie where you are not rooting for him to succeed. Because John Wick won, it was never a situation where like, yeah, you should leave that person alone. No. Everything was justified. And begin at John Wick 2, justify. This scene right here is like, it makes you feel icky. I mean, not to mention the fact that she kind of helps him with it. Like, because she want to do it on her own terms. And it's like, why? I've lived my life my way. I will die my way. Do you fear damnation? Yes. <laughs> now you talk about me. Why you got him sounding like he was uh, a Bill and Ted? Because he was like that. He was like, yes. <laughs> I thought I could escape. If escape the boogeyman, see him coming. Now you hear. So basically, she slit her wrist, and then she's gonna bleed out. You know, we seen Godfather too. Yeah. So you know how they go, and then she's dying. He could let her die, but he's professional. It's one shot. And she's out of there. And then the music starts playing. <laughs> I love this music. He walking. He said, I'm just, oh, I'm just going to walk on out. Ain't nobody going to see me. I nobody going to recognize me. I'm retired. <laughs> this man thinks he's going to walk out the front door. He, I mean, me he got close. John? <laughs> Cashing. You working? Yeah. You? Yeah. Good night. I'm afraid so. I'm sorry to hear that. That co- conversation right there, you know exactly what happened. Like he, <laughs> he there for a reason. If he there working, it's only one person he gonna be there for. Yeah. And they both know. And it's like, that's a whole thing where it's like, when you know the deal, you got to say a whole bunch of words and they looking and, you know, cashing with the, you know, Joseph A. Bank too, because they got the same suit. Pretty much. So they shoot each other, you know. And it's funny where you train, aim for the chest because it's a bigger body mass target. Like you got to be skilled to go head first. And everybody not skilled like that was quick shooting. It's easy, like, you know, same thing with collateral. It's easier to point straight than point up and straight. So they both hit each other. <laughs> then he he's out there running, see what happened to his boo. And then it's like, oh, John Wick is killing time during the concerts. They are here jamming some techno music. He plugging people straight in the head. Man. 
and they dance they, they, they can't they can't even tell John Wick is maneuvering through this shit this is some mm-hmm. call of duty shit right here he, the thing is he knows where he's going yeah because he they had just to play did a re, they just did a react to him and it's like by the time you react it is a wrap he is plugging people in the dome over and over again you know hit somebody's throat reloads shoot you know shoots his way out you only spend 10 minutes like you've seen John Wick headshots neck shot head chest shot head and then he eventually escapes and then Cash and sees Gianna laid out in the pool and he's very sad about it he was more than just a bodyguard because mm-hmm. think about think about how skilled and important to be to be the main protector of Gianna D'Antonio yeah y'all had some one uh, is, intimate one life. of this Molly that she is one of the people of the high table who basically like run the world. New York. And no, I'm talking about in general, you one of those 12 seats, you run part of the planet. Like it's 12 people. And I thought she said she just run New York. Well, I'm just saying, okay, my main thing is New York. I'm, I'm head of the Italian mob. I mean, I'm one of the most powerful people on the planet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just run New York. Yeah. New York city. It ain't like Buffalo. Oh no, it's that's a yeah, that's a big ass deal. Yeah. Like if somebody say that I run New York, it's like if you really ran New York, you were very important on the planet. So, and I think John Wick three, you know what it is? You get an idea of how powerful they are, but you really don't tell John Wick three. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, yeah, we gangsters, but we ain't. We still got to follow the rules. Like, you know. Everything is everything is below the table. Like we run everything, all that side stuff you're doing, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> we, up, we up at the top. John Wick doing side missions. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, you know, you get in the catacombs, and then Aerie. And you know the funny thing, you only know Ruby Rose's name if you either read the credits or you pay attention to Lawrence Fishburne's wall. We got everybody on there because they never say her name. And she doesn't talk. Everything's in sign language. She's not deaf. She's mute. Like she makes noises. Because when she get her arm broke, you definitely hear that shit. But <laughs> so anywhere she's there, he's like loosens. Do just one and get the middle finger. And he like yeah, like he know. Mm-hmm. Like he like he ain't dumb. And meanwhile, she out here talking trash, and there's like nine of them. He got his sleeve up. Like he falcon. <laughs> and that shit works. So he running to the catacomb shooting folks. He had that machine gun. And you know the funny thing, how they handle machine guns, like when John Wick does it, is that it's always semi-auto fire, like two or three shots at a time. He ain't letting off 15 shots. Yeah, he ain't bullets. doing that Rambo shit. <laughs> yeah. So he just shooting people in the dark and then eventually run out of bullets. I know it's gotta be painful. Imagine if you take a machine gun to the throat. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that at all. It's like forgetting a chop. Somebody throw a, a machine gun square in your neck. I'm like, nah, just shoot me. I ain't gonna be right for a month. <laughs> so murders all of them, then gets the shotgun. And oh, I don't know what movie started. I don't know if it's the expendables, but rapid fire shotgun just seemed like that's like a cheat code. Because you use a shotgun, you shoot, you cop, you shoot again. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like video games. You wait every four or five seconds. Right? It's like, boom, boom, boom. 
<laughs> like that's it's just he's just blowing people. And the worst part is he about to shoot one person, but he out of bullets. So he holds him down with the gun while reloading and then shoots him and then shoots him. And while he's doing reload, he's still shooting people in the pistol. He get caught in the back once or twice, but he escapes because he's John Wick and they not. And Aries is sitting there like, yeah, pissed. I got my hands. Santino ain't gonna like this. So John think he's escaping. He out, you know, out the catacombs. I'm just gonna walk back to the continental <laughs> home and everything all cool. And all of a sudden, common driving Jason Statham's Mercedes that he used to crash in the high. John Wick would keep getting hit with cars. You have to not having a good night, are you, John? Can't you come out? Eat it. Let's off a whole clip. I mean, this man needs to relax. This is more other fishing to see. He ain't gotta be that way. Oh yeah, you can get some more cheeks. Yeah, oh, get some. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's other fish in the sea. Ain't got to be that way. Good lord. <laughs> so anyway, they having a fight, and one thing I've noticed about common fight scenes, he is very deliberate. Like he when he punches somebody, he squared all the way back. He's in, that man is horse punching the shit out of John Wick like two or three times. He ain't like the old, I'm throwing the fist. I was like, nah, I'm gonna have my hip square. I'm coming with my hip. Like, I just can't shot yeah. karate class at wow. And that shit, like, it hurt. It seemed like it was a, a deliberate for them to show their different fighting styles because Common was a coming from a, Common was coming from a place of anger and being upset. And it looked like he was a little bit wild, but still. No, no, uh uh-uh. uh. You're getting it wrong. John Am I? Defense, yes, because everything Common does is deliberate. All his punches, all his moves are very deliberate what he's doing. John is like, I'm going to slap box you with the back of my hand. I'm going to try to push you off some steps. I'm just swinging around trying to survive. Trust me, if you are wearing back and have perfect form on a horse punch, that shit is not wild. That man, that man rear back. Had one arm, you know, one arm to the back, had his hips perfectly set, his legs in perfect stance, like he karate class, and didn't boom. I'm thinking about more of when they got closer to the continental, because it was more of a thing of like, I'm just doing I mean, whatever at this point. I mean, yeah, that's after John tried to shoot you in the face 19 <laughs> times. And I rolled down steps three times. I'm talking about beginning the fight. Oh, well, yeah, when the Kyle beginning. Going, when Kyle was going to punch him, he punched him in his chest and his face, he's doing fine. I don't know why he kept throwing kicks. He didn't hit him with one. Every time he tried to throw it a kick, he get a leg grab or get tossed. And so they fighting. And one of the few scenes that Keanu Reeves didn't do was the stairs scene. I don't blame because they rolled down three yeah, flight of stairs. Fuck that. And people was laughing by the third one. I remember watching that. And I'm like, how they break their neck? And they out here slinging. And they got the knife out. Stabs, you know, stabs John in the shoulder. They still punching and kicking. John pulling the gun out like, I'm going to shoot you in the face. So eventually, they fighting for like a good two minutes. And then having to be riding the Continental. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Hmm. They just stand like, you know, I remind you, like, you know, no business can be done on Continental grounds. Like, you know the damn rules. And they are reinforcing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. They keep talking about, you remember what, you saw what happened with Miss Perkins in the first one. You saw Winston beginning about the second one. Like, you know, no business on Conor Browns. You hear Julius remind like, no business be done on Conor Browns. That is not by accident. 
Nope. Even though they're wrong, it still it still holds. And it's also kind of like you know they are bringing up the same thing with the pencil. When people keep bringing up certain stories, eventually you're going to see the result of that. And it's like you know, chill out. Why don't you go have a drink and calm yourselves? Gin, isn't it? That's right. Bourbon, right? So they breaking down what happened. It was like, you know, I had a marker. I had no choice. Who's you know, brother? Right, he had no choice. Like, you know, he wanted, to, you know, he wants to see. Get it now. So I guess you're free. Am I? No. Not at all. Is, like, which, go ahead. You want to go ahead. I know you want to do his voice. Go ahead. Oh, which one? Commons. <laughs> no, you nah, go ahead. I know you do. Go on. Nah, try said, it once. Try it. You're like, you try it. He, he just said no, not at all. I'm not doing this. What, do what it. else he say? You killed my ward. I know he was saying you killed my ward. You killed my ward. Yeah. Something that was very important to me. Eye for an eye, John. You know how it is. I promise I'll do it quick. And was y'all like, I appreciate, I appreciate that. <laughs> he chuckled at his ass. I, I'll try to do the same. He was like, this drink's on me. Consider professional courtesy. The entire time they're talking, Aries is sitting <laughs> on the couch just watching. <laughs> from and I didn't know, like, I knew she was there because eventually they cut to her. But if you watch it from the beginning of the scene, she's just chilling. Like she's way out of focus. So you don't pay attention to her. But if you just look to the side, she's just sitting there the whole time just listening. So meanwhile, you leave. I'll see you around, John. And now all of a sudden, she just there smiling. Like <laughs> you having a long night. <laughs> you want to buy me a drink? And y'all like, nah, I'm all right. And he was like, you know, not him, me. I got my eye on you. Like, I'll be seeing you. Like, be seeing you, John. Like, you talked about the first one. Nah, if I see you first. I don't think she knew that he knew how to sign. And that sign language was it had some attitude. Hand at the end. She like, was tight. Fuck. Yeah, she was tight. And yeah, this whole be seeing be seeing. Oh, it's a funny thing. John Blick knows a whole bunch of languages. I mean, I guess in that world. English, Russian, Italian. Now you know sign language. Um He's international, man. You got to know Indo- all that shit. He's speaking Indonesian. Like, this man is worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, she tight. You go in the hotel. You know, Santino call. I know you feel a certain way, <laughs> and I understand. But what type of man would I be if I didn't avenge my... Click! He might as well just say hello. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, that phone call? Oh, I guess he's going to settle it. He look, you know, John gonna check out and he look at the phone like, all right. And this is how you realize how business is done. He calls in a contract and they got these old 1920 phones and every woman <laughs> on there got the same outfit and they all tatted up. <laughs> Accounts payable. Account. Awesome, you know, get the confirmation number. His name on John Wick. <laughs> Open. How much? Seven million. That's that's it. Cheapskate. 
I mean, he said, you know, my pocket's kind of tight. But look. His pockets ain't tight. <laughs> look. That man got a rocket launch and a Range Rover. His pocket's tight. You know, he don't like to spend money. Your man, uh, my, well, that's your man. my wife gets upset every time she sees those scenes with the contracts are called. She was like, all this shit, and they got them typewriters and all this old equipment and shit. I say, hey, man. They, it's like, like Batman animated series. They had... <laughs> Batman had a jet and they had blimps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they Commissioner Gore was typing stuff up in a typewriter. Batman had iPad. <laughs> oh shit. Like, yeah, I'll step y'all game up. Y'all know y'all can get new shit. So that's the whole point. If the computer screen saw, yeah, that screen would not have that. Those old 1980 Commodore 64 would not have that good resolution. <laughs> so that's the point. It's it's timeless. Mm-hmm. Till it ain't. Oh, then, so and if, then they send a number. Because keep in mind, they send all these numbers to these cell phones. How? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's timeless. It's a combination. We all watch Batman. I'm, you know, that's the whole point. <laughs> Older than new. And that number. And that. Because all of a sudden, they up in the Continental. And all the phones start being like, what the fuck blew up? Like Prince died. So they send out. And then you realize how many assassins there are in New York. Because it's just in New York. Yeah, because old Django gave him um, safe passage back to New York. Mm-hmm. Safe pa- you know, the safe passage below. And then he pulling up to New York to see phones going off. Like, soon, as soon as he left, his phone go off. You see Winston's phone go off. Cash in my priority in New York. Because that man got on Triple H's jean jacket. <laughs> Yo, shit. You stupid. (laughs) Yeah, that man took off the suit like, I'm a New York guy, just like a New Yorker. (laughs) So they all smiling. Like, they already knew where he was going. And, you know, you realize how many, how many people all over New York, trash man, do work on a train, woman violin player, that everybody hit man. He looks just walking way. down the street like, oh, this is fine. I'm, I'm John Wick. I'm John Wicking down Brooklyn. <laughs> That's like John Wick is just moving like nobody, like, nobody gonna recognize me. I mean, I think he know people gonna recognize him, but it's just it is what it is. Pull up seven million dollars. Nah, I'm I'm taking the a, ta- a taxi or something. <laughs> like, no. I'm walking. I'm walking. Pull up. See what you I'm got. Just walking, like he, the whole thing is like this. He knows Santino gonna put a hit out, mm-hmm. but it's like I, I just deal with, I deal with it. And then Winston handled business. You know, he goes, "What is this? <laughs> you know, the mark is completed. Market. I doubt we see John again. I Man, just just clip <laughs> blood the market. Will you, will you market? Please, sir. It's like if he's not dead. It'd be that soon. Oh, where is he now? You know, you, you burn down the priest's church. That's greatest temple. Burn it to the ground. His fear the marker. What do you think he'd do? I had every right. He was back. He came back from you. You know, he came back from love, not from you. Like, you know, he had a glimpse of the other side. He snatched away from what I was in. I had every right. He was like, yeah, you know, he did warn you. My deal's in. You know, you know. He told you. He's like, let that shit be. You won't let it be. Adio, Santino. And you know what I realized? Unlike Vigo, who had respect throughout people in the community, 
Ain't nobody respecting Santino. Oh no. They know what he about. So meanwhile, John is trying to escape, and you see the the event misadventures of John Wick. Imagine you walking outside and you see a portly Asian man with his girl. It's like, oh, how you doing? They on a date, and he just closed like <laughs> Look, man, they got uh, people in all shapes and sizes after John ass. He hired this came. Whoa. <laughs> Short on clothesline. Oh. Out on a, a weeknight. There's some woman playing a violin. Oh, she nice. Got the all, got her hair in the bun. Get, shoot you in the back. Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, shit, indeed. And one thing about John Wick, like Batman, He's an equal opportunity ass man because he is not messing around with this woman. She oh, here no. He, to spin kick. She, I mean, she's shooting him in the stomach and he proceeds to disable her, breaks her arm, and breaks her neck. Yeah. John Wick. You being a woman will not save you from John Wick. He's yeah. a professional. Sumo dude. He's getting kicked in the nuts and the kneecaps. And unlike Bloodsport, this just pissed him off. This man pushed John Wick through a bus stop window <laughs> John, and you see John just limping around got blood on the wall like he is going through this all happened the same night so kills the woman he kills the Simo dude by shooting him in the stomach like four times shooting him in the neck three times shooting him in the top of the head and then shoot him one more time like with his head made out of adamantium should have been dead like after the third shot. I mean, way he's dead. Then he's, you know, two more guys. And then you get the story about the pencil. So he's having a fight and he sees two guys and he sees a pencil. He kills two people with a pencil, one through the ear and one through the neck. And it is as painful and as disgusting as you would think it'd be. Because unlike the Dark Knight where the Joker does, did that, you know what's funny? I didn't realize like the third or fourth time I watched it that went through his eye. I'm like, how did he kill him with a pencil? Uh, you talking about the I, Dark Knight? Yeah. Then I realized, oh, it went through his eye. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to remember. But at first, I'm trying to think, oh, no, all you do is you see the pencil and then you don't see the pencil. <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, and I was like, I know a number two is kind of hard. He didn't go through his goddamn skull. It's like. <laughs> unless the unless the Joker from Apocalypse, but that's neither here nor there. But like this one, you see it. Ooh, it was like out of all the violence, this is the most cringy thing. Like I stuff in your ear, just ugh, leave my ear alone. Stay away from it. And he out here murdering somebody with a sharpened pencil. Who can do that? John Wick. I, we just saw him kill two people with a fucking pencil. Yeah. So he's doing all this, and then he walking by a fountain. And who does he see? <laughs> Cashin. <laughs> they're just looking at each other. And he's looking at him. And then all of a sudden the fountain come on. They're just licking shots off. And the silence of people here, like, you're going to hear a gun go off. They're running. And then this is one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Where they're they just licking shots in public with a silencer. <laughs> <laughs> and don't hit any random people no, at all. At all. It's like, oh, I just, I just missed you four times. Oh, yeah. Is walking back and forth. So eventually going down the escalator, he's chasing him. It's like you having a gunfight in silence. And John proceeds to kill two more people, including stabbing somebody in the nuts. 
that's why I say no fair fight. And like it's a one-on-one fight where it's like, all right, we squaring up fair on fair. John had already killed like six people by the time they get on the train. So they on the train and they squaring up one more time. And, you know, got the knife, got the knife and everybody getting off. And then they proceed to have a knife fight. And John gets stabbed a few times. And one thing is, Cassius should have kept his distance. Because John at close quarters, not working. And it's funny, you see Common's face. He go from being confident to like... <laughs> <laughs> like he's, they start breaking like oh shit I'm about to die <laughs> like six seconds before you know about the lose it's on his face oh shit I <laughs> left this alone and then he gets stabbed the knife is in your order you pull it out you'll bleed and you'll die consider this a professional courtesy and Cashin got this look like uh-huh, you funny huh <laughs> you got jokes you got jokes and keep in mind he could have killed him could have. But he chose, he chose not to. Same thing he did. Um, well, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we will get to him. So eventually he's trying to skate and he sees man, oh, you know, look at everything, the chemtrails and stuff, you know, New World Order, man. Like, this, you know, this bum talking this bum shop stuff. <laughs> go and take me to him. Tell him John Wick. And he sees, like, oh, shit, throw a trash bag over. You know, they put everything. Hey, man, you got a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Murder them two trash quickness. Again, these are motherfuckers that don't have to be broke. They don't have to live like this. Uh had and had you know two bodies come out of nowhere and pull them out. And then also, you know, John Wick's recovering, and you meet the Bowery King. Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne. As my eyes do deceive me, John Wick, the man, the myth, the legend. Not too good at this retirement thing, are you? Like, I'm, I'm working on it. So, you know, John and I met a long time ago before my ascension, and I was just a pawn in the game. You know, snuck up behind me and gave me this, a mark for all occasions. It also gave me a choice. This whole thing is like, you know, pull, you know, pull my gun, shoot him in the back and die, or hold the blood and live. I chose to live. Now, no one sneaks up on me. I'm all seeing. I'm all knowing. This man got pigeons with SIM cards flying all over the city. Because can't, can't hack a bird, as he said. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. New York got to be a whole broke people living rich thing. Or rich people living broke. Hmm. You tell me, Jeffrey. That's an interesting question. <laughs> Are you doing the Russell Westbrook? No, ah, very interesting. <laughs> That's what you're doing right now. <laughs> we'll talk about that often. Oh, oh yeah, to all the talk. I'm broke, baby. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guy's jokes. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Is jokes. Leave me alone. Uh huh. Yeah. So. The whole thing is like, you know, why should I let you go? You know, they put out, what's the, what's the bounty arrow? Seven million. Damn. <laughs> it's Christmas. We're going to Applebee's, y'all. <laughs> I laugh my ass over <laughs> Applebee's. He's like, you know, seven million dollars, a lot of money. Looking at him like, you know, why should, you know, why should we, you know, why, why the hell should we help you? And it's like, you know, you got a problem. Santino, come. 
you're going to take New York. He ain't going to stop. You're going to try to take all New York. You're like, no, we'll deal with it. We deal with it. You know, you got people, we got bums all the city. You can tell where Santino is, how me there. He's like, oh, of course, John. You worry about slippers, John? You want me to bring something to eat? He started laughing. At him. Like, you see all these people I got. What makes you think you can help me? You basically break it down. If they kill Santino, then the Kimura and the whole hot table come down. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Santino has the Kimura. So it's not just that game. It's the whole hot table. You're just knocking off, you know, you knock off one of us. You got to deal with all of us. And John is like, if you do that, you got to deal with all that. But if I do it, only I got to deal with all that. <laughs> that's what he thinks. John Wick 3 proves that's a lie. We're going to go ahead and go along with it. So he's like, you know, $7 million is a lot of money, Mr. Wick. Like, you got a choice. You want a war or you just want to get a gun? Somebody, please get this man a gun. <laughs> he said a lot more bombast than I do. That's one of Jeremy's favorite lines. It was just, I'm like, Lawrence Richard, like, you know what? I'm going to have fun with this script. Pretty much. I'm going to just shout everything. Like, you know, Kimber, 1911, seven round capacity, seven, you know, $7 million gets you seven bullets. <laughs> That's it. I'd be mad too. <laughs> one one clip on a principal. That that sounds like the story. I just like what I told you uh, last week about. I need four hundred. I give you a hundred. I, I don't know if that can help you. <laughs> We've been friends. One hundred days of friendship <laughs> gets you one hundred dollars. Here you go. You know, he's at you know he's at the museum. Earl will guide you. You descend to hell begins. Remember, you owe me. You know what he says? You don't want, you want me owing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People John Wick, oh, that shit don't end well. So, yeah. you know, Santino's there at the museum with his his women, his yams, as you would say, because you are barbarian. So everybody's having a good time. Mr. Coney back. It's like, oh, we got a new boss here. Better than the old boss. Maybe you give me my stuff back. That your <laughs> punk ass sister took away. Us here celebrate the ascension of the high table and remembrance of my dear sister. And everybody having a good old time. And then John Wick just right there, just eyeballing. And Santino talking to a woman that he see like, oh shit. <laughs> He's talking all that trash. You know, I ain't gonna see him again. I got everybody in New York looking for him. He right there in his face. And everybody was like, they look at John, see him, and they scatter. Music stop. And there's a gunfight. Use them seven bullets. And keep in mind, it's seven. And that's the one thing about John Wick. They don't cheat when it comes to their bullets. Yeah. Ain't be no, I shoot 40 times and then reload. It's like, no. You reload properly. I check to see what, you know, you shoot the seven times, grab some else gun, said, Wick is here. Yeah. <laughs> He's running. It's like, why? This would crack me up. I know he probably thought, well, sooner or later, somebody get John Wick. You out here with no. Why? Where Aries at the bar? She's they probably, had to drive up and show. What was they watching? She was probably her, watching the game. She on her fifteen minute break. It's like you know. Okay, you know he in New York. You in New York? Have some more protection. Like his you know, hide, but it's like you out here. Like <laughs> shit was sweet. His ego. We're not doing anything to me. I'm head of the Kamara now. <laughs> his ego figured. Nah, he gone. He out of here. Nah, I'm so, good. 
John out here plugging folks multiple ways, shooting people in the foot. Imagine you wake up one day and you got your little nice um, catering suit on and then you end your shift by getting judo tossed and shot in the head by John Wick. <laughs> it's my day off. Yeah. <laughs> I died. You know, I thought I was going to be giving out, you know, champagne. You went, oh, derv. Oh, shit. It's John Wick. Oh, shit. I got tossed on my neck. Oh, there go a bullet. I'm in hell. <laughs> I just moisturized my beard, too. And now look at me. Got a suit jacket on and blood on it. Cause my boss, cause my boss, an asshole. <laughs> you, you two, go there. You with me? Go and go. You just running, and it ain't making no difference. John is mowing down all these folks, and it's like you don't need to. You've seen John Wick movies, so you know how the action goes in. So eventually, Aries and them shows up, and they go in like the museum, of like natural art or modern art, and they got the whole end of the dragon window. People love that end of the dragon mirror. Mm-hmm. A reason for that because that shit was fire. So you don't copy copy the good stuff. But so, it's funny because you'll see it like in horror movies, drama. You'll see it in everything. Oh, just little mirror things and everything. Oh, deal meal, John. Deal meal. You don't get it. You know what the Kamara would do to you? It was like your old testament. The contract was the market was done. You should have run, John. Killing me won't make you free. Killing me make things so much, much worse. You know, talking trash, you know. You don't have nothing. No life, no wife, no home. You know what I think, John? I think you're addicted to the vengeance. <laughs> He's basically saying, like, yeah, run. You'd have been all right. I don't, I don't know how you're going to be all right. Like, he's going to run for the rest of his life. But it's like he just talking that shit. And he's like, you know, you don't got nothing but killing me. What'd John say? You asked if I'm back. I'm back. Should have left, left that shit alone. And Aries shows up, you know, people in this, you know, the whole mirror house. Oh, it's John. Oops. My reflection. Oh, shit. I'm dead. <laughs> I got shot because I don't know how mirrors work. Pretty much. Oh, that must be a hell of a way to die. I was, you know, but I'll say, you signed up I'm a bodyguard for a gangster, then sometimes you might get murdered by John Wick. And, you know, these folks show up and Santino almost gets shot, jump through the mirror, like, oh shit. <laughs> that man, he with all that trash talking, he was shook. Yeah. He knew. Such talking shit. Sounded he good. bought that on himself. He went through him. I'm going to use John Wick for my goals and I'll just knock off John Wick is fine. So, oh shit, I brought the boogeyman all the way back and now he on my ass. <laughs> and the longer this goes on, the more afraid he is because he knows exactly because this is all self-inflicted. So, Aerie shows up here to wink and then she's like, yo, you go get him. You go get shot. I ain't getting shot. Man, my ain't in the script yet. <laughs> So man, so one of the funniest ones is when he's fighting somebody, has him like the um, Undertaker triangle choke, then shoots the dude that's on the steps. Dude fall like, <laughs> man just splat, and then shoots him in the head, and then it's like you know Aries the last one standing, talking about you know go I'll finish this, and she looking like you know I'm gonna die, I'm gonna try my best. Santino like, mm, whatever, I'm about to get some duck fat fries. <laughs> he had no that's the whole thing Vigo's like he got some loyalty to his man Santino's saying like he don't give a damn about nobody 
like everything is paused. So she out, she out of bullets too. And out her nicely tailored pants, she got the little, you know, hand knife. And she out here some moves. She yeah. now somebody got a power meter. She's all three levels of her power meter. Yeah, she went through here. Spin kick, rolling stab. She stabbed one time with John too. I'm just throw you into a wall. That's what happened. We weigh 105 pounds. I mean, like she, you can do, you can do all that spin stuff all you want. So she gave her best shot. She gave her best shot. So eventually, you know, gets her heart broken, takes that nice stab in the hand, and then gets stabbed in the heart. And she got that look like <laughs> <laughs> just that whole look like motherfucker. No, like I can't believe I can't believe me being a white woman, I'm gonna die anyway. I mean. Be glad it was John Wick that did it to you. Yeah, and he out here reaching to make sure you got any bullets and that she like, you know, be seeing you. He like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. No, you ain't seeing nothing. <laughs> Keep all that goofy shit you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so he run over. It's the manager. You get, and then Santino punk ass ran to the hotel. He's talking all that shit. <laughs> it's the manager in shit. I need the help. Manager, the manager is always in. So, and then John Wick shows up. You know, I want to see Santino. He's Santino. Didn't tell me he's gonna not be sir. He's like, hey, get Santino here. Oh, see, like you've had a rough day, Santino. I want John Wick's privileges revoked. <laughs> Where's the head jokes? <laughs> no, he done nothing wrong. It's my right to demand you demand nothing. You demand nothing, Mister Santonio. This is my kingdom and mine alone. See, Winston got a lot of hubris. That kind of bite him in the ass too. It was like, you know, I run this. Don't be talking like that. You know, all right, enjoy. You know, enjoy it while you still can. He's like, you do the same. Have some food. Because it's like Winston, like this ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, John shows up. You know the key, a duck fat. Everything better. You know this menu is amazing. A man could stay here for many days and never eat the same thing twice. You must like chill out, Jonathan. Just walk away. Basically, the whole thing is like I know what you're thinking about. Don't do it. Because the run rule, you know, can't kill them out kind of the grounds. And I re- you saw this in movie theater? Yeah. How did the scene play out when he shot him? Oh, you got a whole bunch of old shits. Same here. Cause it was because it was kind of like they established the whole thing of like can't kill them out of kind of You saw what happened when Perkins did it. Mm-hmm. And it was like they kept saying over and over again. But the whole thing is John really didn't have a choice. Cause Winston's talking about walk away and come back. Come back and do what? So he can he can get more men, send more men. Like you, if you don't get them now, you ain't gonna get them. Yeah, I'm ending it between me and him. I'll deal with the other yeah. shit later. So he's like, "Yes, Jonathan." Well, boom. <laughs> what have you and done? I had him sound like Schwarzenegger. You <laughs> <laughs> like finish it? They dropped the gun and leave. Took the dog. Uh, it was a pleasure watching him. Then John go home. To a burnt out house to to chill. Like there's nothing there. Like the phone we used to have, the video recording that was destroyed. Picture gone. It's just nothing. He's sitting there in the rain with a dog with nothing. It's like 
That man just wanted to enjoy retirement. Look at him now. And then we show up, Sharon. Would you be so inclined, sir? <laughs> Get a ride. Like, you know what it is. It has been a pleasure being friends with you. Goodbye. <laughs> the way he say, like, yes, you're about to die. Yeah, because we saw how it worked in the first one. It's just hilarious. He's shaking his hand, like, you know, it's been a pleasure knowing you. Then look at him like, yeah, goodbye. People don't say goodbye like that. Like, you know, <laughs> not, I, I see like, I see you like, you say goodbye, like, I'm not seeing you again. Mm-hmm. And then he's sitting here, he's like, you know, so the Kamora double the contract. Now it's $14 million worldwide. The Continental. What? You kill somebody in the, you kill somebody kind of on the ground. You know, you know the rules. You excommunicado. You know, not, you can't use anything. Your life is forfeit. John got the, oh, well, can I stay at the hotel? <laughs> uh, no, John, you can't. Why am I alive? Because I wish it. And this is show the power of Winston. Has somebody, you know, not somebody's cell phone. They say now, and everybody in the park stops. So are they oh, okay? Everybody is every person there assassins. Yes. Shit. Fuck that, John. You was gonna die today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, why am I alive? Because I wish it. You get one hour. Let's you know. I can't delay anymore. Winston, tell everyone. Tell everyone who's coming after me. Whoever they send, I'll kill them. I'll kill them all. And we start laughing, like, of course you will. <laughs> Just smiling, like, he know. And then John here, you know, Keanu does not, Keanu runs better than he walks. <laughs> <laughs> that man walked like he been riding a horse his whole life. Uh, yeah, because when he takes. But when he run, he run okay. But the, and you know, see people looking at the phone, they see the contract, you see Aurelio see it, you see um, Julius see it, like, yeah, excommunicado, one hour. And everybody start watching, and, uh, you know, the you know, Lawrence Fishburne's there, Earl sees it, and then he's walking, and then he's striding, and then he's running. He, oh, he is booking. And he booking, and that's how it ends. John Wick, too. Yeah, uh, this movie was definitely uh, fun. Just a fun movie, and it builds on the lore of John Wick, and we get deeper into it on the third chapter. Um, yeah, because it starts at it starts right after this one. Wait, this is funny. Last fifteen minutes, he got last ten minutes, I think, something like that. I know he no, in the- he got like forty. Yeah, he got like um like fifty minutes, forty five minutes. He do. I yeah. thought he was in the cab and he was like ten minutes left. That's where it started. No, because he went to no, no, no. He had time because he went into the cab and then got out the cab and walked. Went to the library. Got the stuff out the library. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. The, okay. Then went to the doctor. Yeah. Doctor was the last couple of um seconds. I got you. I'm yeah. all right. So after he had, like, you know, a fight scene. And then, you know, then he went to the doctor. And then the whole thing started. It's like, yeah. So, and I remember John Wick 2. See, John Wick 1, they did it. It's like, you know, you don't know if you get a sequel. But if you do, that's fine. John Wick 2 ends on like, yeah, we're going to have another one. Like, what do you imagine if they didn't have a John Wick 3? Oh, people would be crying about that right now. <laughs> How, how does it end? <laughs> when they gonna do John Wick three? I'm still waiting. Uh, yeah, ask ask the Power Rangers how that go. Good oh, lord! Oh shit, we gonna see Tommy next one. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> and that's a shame. You actually like that Power Ranger. You too? Yeah. 
My man. That's what I be talking and so about. So rich. I'm like, that's that that move is a shame where it's kind of like people disregard it because it was a remake. They didn't give a chance. I love that. We went to the movie theater, so I love that Power Rangers movie. Yeah, I watched so it when it much. came out. I was like, yo, this is really good. This got really good. And I was just like, Yeah, you know what it was? Because it built up so by the time the Power Rangers show up, it was earned. And people was like, I want to see the Power Rangers now. I was like, no, they gotta work that way up. And it's a flawed. Kimberly's out here sharing some of my nudes. Yeah, it, it, it was, was a She did something like foul. Yeah, they, these 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 dudes, these kids were wild. Mm-hmm. Very, very wild. And Elizabeth Vink out there eating donuts, <laughs> just wilding out about the murder kids. And Brian Cranston full of shit. <laughs> I need to get my power back. Walter White. Fuck them kids. I'm just trying to come back. <laughs> Somebody put me in a charger. Shit. Oh, that is this whole thing was I just want them to be the power in so I can get back. I don't give a fuck about these kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, I, I I enjoyed the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, that was that was good. Um it's a shame it's not getting a sequel, but they making another one. They making two more trans. It's like all these, they finally get good movies, but they don't get sequels. Cause it happened with the Ninja Turtles. It happened with Power Rangers and it happened with Bumblebee. And you know what's interesting? I have read the reason why they didn't get a sequel is because the toys didn't sell. Which is... It's always about, to- it's always about the toys. Yeah, I, I just... Yeah, I guess. Whatever. George Lucas knew the deal. He knew, <laughs> he knew a long time ago. Shoot, all the cartoons for G.I. Joe and Transformers was, was commercials for the toys. That's all that was about. I remember that because, boy... G.I. Joe's boy. If I saw somebody on it, oh, I gotta, gotta, gotta get them. Gotta find them. That whole Transformers movie, like, you know what? It's time for some new toys. The old <laughs> ones gotta go. <laughs> but the funny thing was, people were so traumatized by Optimus Prime dying that they didn't let Duke die in the G.I. Joe movie. Because he's holding down too. <sighs> Me and one of my friends talk about that a lot. And I think that, you know how we got cancel culture and people get being upset about stuff here about you know how stuff is made what they want. I would have told people, so what? We're moving on. But I got it. Ratings no, drop. I got it. I understood no. it. Let me no. You know what's so? Can't believe you talking about this, but why not? This is what we do. <laughs> you know what's so funny about watching it? Like if you grew up watching Transformers cartoon, it's like they always had damage stuff like that. They always shook it off. This one, they get shot twice. They dead. It's like. Yeah, Optimus Prime turned great. Shot in the shoulder? It's like he got shot in the shoulder. He dead? What happened? Like, what's going on? They get I remember Optimus murder. That was like, can't kill Optimus Prime. Man went gray. Man went gray because Hot Rod was being a bitch. <laughs> he was trying to help. Stay out the damn way. Oh, <laughs> uh, one day, see people talking about me and voices. I don't know if we could do Transformers because you know. Yeah, I don't want to do Orson World dirty, but I love him as Unicron. You know, he's like, I made a, I made a movie it's about robots killing each other. It's just horrible. Kiss oh wow, he didn't this. like it. He was, he was about to die. It was like his last role before he died. Oh. He was old, so he's like, you know, it's robots killing other robots. It's just horrible. But his voice was Galvatron. Uh. <laughs> that man was just talking shit to. Me. Megatron's one of my favorite villains. He half-assed dead. He's still talking shit. Like, what's in it for me? 
Man, fuck that. I'm all about uh, Starscream throwing that motherfucker off that ship. The days have it. He's been waiting for He's been waiting for How many years to do that shit? That man really thought he had next up, too. That man, five years, he was taking all that shit from making food. Like, nah, I still function. Want to bet. Get the crown of the cake. He ain't. He ain't ruler for 30 seconds. <laughs> Galvatron. And, and then Spock show up. Megatron? <laughs> I know that ain't who I think <laughs> I think it is. He, he like, here's a hit. Turn him into space dust. That made sense. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to do that. We definitely going to have to do that one time. We're going to have to do that. And they was cursing? Yeah, because you make a shit. Oh, shit. What are we going to do now? Die. <laughs> This is going to do. Oh, no. Yeah, we're going to have to do Transformers the movie. Oh. No, the good old days. But I'm not the one to reminisce about cartoons because, like, yes, we had some good ones. We also had a lot of bad ones. And we try to make, like, come on. Go bots. Transformers was was bad. It was? No. No. Rewatch. No, my wife got me the box edition for all the episodes. I got my wife got me the first season. I that's all she I got. got. Me all, she got me the whole thing because she loves me. Oh, yes. And I tried watching it, and yeah, let's just say it aged a lot better when we were younger. All right, we're we'll just sending that, send it up here to me. Then. I'll give you some money. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. You don't, what the fuck? <laughs> you ain't gonna never watch it again. You don't like it. Can't do that for you, Sally. <laughs> you send me them DVDs, Tom, for old time's sake. Nah, yeah. Sally. Oh shit! <laughs> no, but it's it's like we talk about with nostalgia. Nostalgia is a funny thing because some stuff aged better than others. Like Batman aged well, yes. X Men aged well. That's why I talk about it. Um, Gargoyles aged very well. Some stuff didn't age well. Oh, Thunder Thundercats was trash. Hey, I was just about to say that because I went. I remember I went to the store and I bought like. Uh, Thundercats uh, The DVD set Or whatever I was like Oh I can't wait To go home and watch this This shit used to be good And I sat there And I was like Man this shit stupid yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> The same thing happened Okay I'm gonna start A rant with Thundercats they, Thundercats Okay so they leave Their planet Go to another one The Gerbils The Gerbils Is their money Burbles um, We got this house we want to build, but we can't do it. Can you build it for us? Oh, sure. What? <laughs> that slave labor? You don't, and it was like a little house. That thing had a robotic lion with a bridge. You know how long it probably took to build that thing? And it's had to build, oh, can you help us build this brand new house? No. How Mumra the bad guy? Y'all come to my crib. Mind your business. I'm just chilling here in my pyramid sleeping. <laughs> and now he'll go, yo, he'll nine-year-old roid it up. He's a lion with nothing but John Cena with a damn sword. Hey, He's nine years old, looking like a grown-up. Always starting shit. <laughs> this motherfucker, he was sleeping in the little shit. His bandages, yeah, man. I'm Leave me alone. I'm chilling. Y'all knocking on my door. Oh, can you help us with these type? <laughs> what the fuck are you? Why is a monkey talking to me? <laughs> Everybody, like you know, I'm minding my business, being evil by Ooh. myself. 
And nah, I want to come in here and knock on my door because you can't handle your light work. Nah, but Mumra uh, was on them steroids too because you saw how big oh, that man. motherfucker got. Yeah, my, my mom saw like some. I don't know if I can have you watch this. He's praying to the ancient spirits of evil. That's Haram. I'm like, it's a cartoon, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. That man was letting eat. Like I say, he started praying at the statues, the ancient spirits of evil. Trying to Mumra. And all of a sudden, he started looking like Lex Luger. Oh, shit. <laughs> evil work. <laughs> That's all it takes. I think, I think, and this is when you hit it right about nostalgia because I'm like, okay, the music still hit and the whole Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats hold, like that shit still hit and the toys probably do. But everything else is just like, ugh. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it had some good runs. It had some good story arc, but it's like, you know, and it's like your Panther was black. Oh, absolutely. That, that man had the dope car, nunchucks, and had jazz music. And he didn't have time for no foolishness. Nope. <laughs> yeah, but no, no. Thundercats lead people throwing the wrong way to y'all start talking about Chitar and it's like, nah, leave that shit alone. You know Bitch, what? Dumb things thinking. I'm like, no, don't do that. You know what I have been fucking with lately, and I have I have found it. Um, I have boxed it up. The Voltron shit. Voltron's even worse. Back in the day, I it, it, it <laughs> is, but it's just they just such a quick watch. I'm just like, yo, this shit is nuts, yo. I haven't watched the new Voltron, the one Netflix did. I heard it was good. It was. Um, yeah. I haven't watched the last season they had, but those first two seasons, yeah. I believe they had, they were pretty good. No, but Netflix has been hit and miss. Like when they hit on they and they hit on cartoons, anime stuff, they hit. Cause um, the new Transformers, that shit dope. I ain't even watched um, the second season yet. I watched it. It's dope. Cause it's like, boy, they have you. They got options look like a sucker. I know Bumblebee just ain't want to fuck with none of them. Like, man, fuck you. He finally do. He's like, I ain't about this. I'm about to get paid. Where's my money? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Rich put me on um, Transformer. He's like, they got Megatron out here. Like, he Malcolm X. Yeah. I'm just out here like a a chump. And you're not used to have this problem. You're like a sucker. But no, favorite one is Castlevania. Yeah, when the new season coming out? I can't. That's, That's all you need to know. (laughs) <laughs> when, when the new season come out, I remember we can wrap up with that. I remember when they say it was making it, and people was like, eh, I don't know about this shit. And then it was like the first season, like what, four episodes? Four, six, four, four or six. I can't remember. It was there was four, and then the second one was six, and like the last one was like either eight or like ten. And it was like, holy oh, shit, this shit hit like the first one. And they had you rooting for Dracula. He just wanted, he just wanted to love his woman. Church out here talking this old you learning science. We gonna Ooh. burn you. And Jack McCain like said, Yeah, y'all got one year. And I'm gonna fuck y'all up. No, no, you gonna do nothing. <laughs> and then they die and me, my church out here just drinking. We're on vibes. I'm Trevor fucking Belmont. I don't lose fight to man nor beast. Oh, I got kicked in the nuts. Just pulling himself up. And it's like it had four episodes. It spaced out the whole universe, and it was like, oh, so you can do a video game story, right? And, of course, you know, y'all nerds like some Alucard. I don't know what it is with anime. Y'all like the dudes with silver hair. Alucard, Sephiroth. It's like, y'all need to grow up. And then the second season hit, and then they expanded more. And it's like, oh, this shit, you know, it's popping in the third season. And now it's like, I can't wait to the fourth season. And it's like, out of all the video game adaptations, that's probably the best one. 
Yeah, I didn't, and it's just so it was just so unexpected because you. I'm watching that first season like, yo, I need more of this shit. <laughs> yeah. And they don't. They spend a lot of time building up the stuff, so when the stuff hit, it hit. Like the second season, they don't even fight till like almost the last episode. Oh, it's a lot of talking. Yeah, Dracula is sitting there just. Well, when he gonna do something, <laughs> Lisa? Like you, like whatever. My man Isaac, you want to know? You want to know who I want to talk about? Me? You want to know who I feel with Isaac? Cause he he know people trash, and he still give him a chance. The point is like, why well, keep giving y'all a chance? Y'all ain't shit. One one day I'm gonna learn better, but it is what it is. <laughs> he wasn't like he wasn't like Hector. Hector had his nose open. <laughs> All right, this will officially be the last thing before we get out of here. Uh, quick thoughts on uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, so you finally watched it? Yes, I did. <sighs> it's a funny movie because I like. It's weird because it's a good movie with bad parts in it. Like it's basically if you like action, you want to see Godzilla and Kong fight. It's perfect. If you care about the people, it's trash. It's an argument based on how much you should care about the people. Because that's always been the issue with those movies. Skull Island is the only one where it's like the people scenes hit out of the three we up out of the four we've had. Not the but this one, they streamline a lot of that people stuff. It's basically two people stories, like one getting Kong and transporting him to the hollow earth. And then the other one's figuring out what's why Godzilla fighting. Brian Tyree Henry is hilarious with his podcast and third eye stuff. Oh, he, he was absolutely great in this movie. Um, my African princess, Rebecca Hall. <laughs> if you get that joke, you know what that is. If you don't, we'll explain it later. Crack me up. She the worldwide expert on King Kong. I realize he can speak sign language typical white woman stuff <laughs> and but also the whole time he's fighting of course Godzilla gonna beat his ass come on well, that's the part that cracked me up he beat his ass twice he made him tap out. I don't want to hear that the second time he made him tap out he's standing on his chest like the fuck you on there he looked at him like the fuck we all saw Friday Imagine Debo was stepping on Craig's neck. Like, what you gonna do, punk? Nothing. They had to. They had to blow a car on his chest to revive him. He was dead. Of course. Yes, Godzilla can jump. Yes, he had a, a magic axe, like he Thor. And that shit didn't mean nothing because last time I checked, Godzilla can shoot laser beams. Whatever. Um, uh, oh yeah, that's right. He fought, he came back and saved at the end. Man, <laughs> fuck that shit. Nah, I'm all I'll joke. Put that light. I, I was listening. And the Hollow Earth stuff was was that looked, that shit looked amazing. Oh, the movie when they all that stuff in Kong and Godzilla, I was like sitting here like shit. This looks so good because I remember Kong, not Kong, but I remember seeing them Godzilla. <laughs> In the dark. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or them like, old guys, them old tomorrow. Hey, like them old guys, remember they had people in puppets. Yeah, like, like so. That's like the this. thing about nostalgia. I'm like, yes, it's cute seeing that. But like, imagine he was eight years old and you show somebody like a guy's move from the stage. Like, what is this? Like, you got people with actual puppets. Like, why is Godzilla drop kicking somebody? 
sliding on his tail. Like it's silly. It's like I can't. That's why I can't argue about those type of movies. It's kind of like it's nostalgia, and nostalgia don't always age well. It's like take for what it is. They want to see two monsters fight, and the movies made good money. Like people have gone to the movie theater to see it. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, they did make a lot. They make some money. Um, uh, for me, I was there for the fight. Um, and it's what you said was going to happen. Although it seemed like the movie was kind of like the fight was catered to well, Godzilla's the king of monsters. He, he of course he's going to win. Um, but the story was more about Kong as far as yeah, the two yeah. go. It always worked because it's kind of like King Kong's story. Godzilla's like a force of nature where it's like he's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. And it's always been like that. King Kong is like following his thing because King Kong is minding his business. He's just chilling. It's like, we got to find your home. And he's more sympathetic because, like, you know, you got a monkey, you know, he can do sign language. He got the cute, he friends with the girl. I thought that little girl was amazing. His seat with the axe, like, that little girl was yeah, really fucking he good. Go, he just want to go home. He, he afraid of y'all. How you know? Because I talked talk to him. Talk to him. Bitch, what? <laughs> this motherfucker like her. I want to go back he home. Talk, he he didn't want to talk to y'all. He like he didn't want to talk to y'all. He was talking to me. He trust all y'all white people. <laughs> but I'm like any movie where you see guys like King Kong shooting a fair one on the top of an aircraft carrier, I am down with it. Yeah, that was that was man. Them and, fight scenes were good, man. And yes, and it made money. So this and the whole thing is it kind of. One of the arguments with like Warner Brothers releasing stuff out at the same time in the theater is like, well, is that going to restrict theater thing? This the first one saying like, no, people went to the theater and saw it. Come on, stuff is opening back up. It's still a pandemic. Like my theater still had, you know, pandemic seating because I went to see nobody. But it's, I mean, it's like people went to see the movie. This made more move. This made more money in the movie theater than King of the Monsters did, and that was before a pandemic. Yeah, I actually went to my um, movie theater and talked to them. I just wanted to know how it worked now. And the girl was explaining to me, oh, you know, you come in the same like usual, but when you go seated, you know, y'all y'all will be separated. It's not a hundred it's not a hundred percent capacity and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, okay, cool, or whatever. And I figure by the summertime, by the time Black Widow come out, it's gonna be seventy five percent to hundred percent. Like Disney know what it's doing. Oh, they were right. They were right in their decisions. I mean, they throwing you a bone with this. I will put it up on here, but we're gonna open it, put it in movie theaters too. And it's the thing where it's the option where a lot of people may not have streaming services. So if you want to go to the theater to see it, you see it. Like I had streaming service, so I want to see it at home. But I'll go. I'm at the point now where it's like you can wear your mask in the theater after you eat your popcorn, and it's and I'm vaccinated. And by the time the summertime fall come, more people be vaccinated. Like if y'all, st- if you damn evangelicals. <laughs> stop, stop messing around in military because they said like a third of the military don't want to take vaccines either. I'm like y'all need to cut. They're gonna make it mandatory. You ain't gonna have a choice. Like don't they already get shots in the military? Don't they take different shots? Yes, and it's like you can't. That's the thing. Perfect way to wrap up. People talking about the whole vaccine passport. Like you can't do certain things without your shot record. School, you need a shot record. College, like when I apply for a job, I'm in the healthcare field. They ask for all my shots. If I don't show a record of them, I have to get them. Like I'm working around people. I can't get them sick. It's like if you travel to certain countries, they ask for vaccinations. They do. There's people who ain't never been nowhere, never done anything. 
So I said, do that to me, stick me from that. I ain't doing nothing, man. You can call for you, you America. And fuck Coca-Cola, too. All that silly shit, all that goofy shit they talking. It's like, no, there's this enough science out behind it now. Take the shot. You want to go out? You want to go out to do stuff again? You want to go have fun again? It's like, because otherwise we're going to keep on doing this over and over again. Just take the shot. We got to, the fact that we have a vaccine is amazing because it takes a long time normally for vaccines. And we got one because like some Independence Day, the whole world working together and we just happen, happen to get one. And now they're using that technology. Yeah, this is where my doctor stuff come in. They're using that technology from the COVID vaccine to work on a brand new HIV vaccine. Because you know, I hold up say, how come they got a vaccine for HIV? But now they're working on one. So what you going to use now? People so, just like to talk. And, and, and you brought up a good point. Like you school, um, going out of t- going out, you know, out of state to different places, you got to have shots and stuff. So I don't know why people talking this nonsense, but. Uh, they, like, they like hearing the sound of their own voice. People like people like talking because they like feeling smart. Even if they don't do the work to actually be smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going. They just playing it by ear, I guess. Anyway, we're going to get up out of here. You know what it is next week. We'll be closing it out with uh, John Wick Chapter 3. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the Word on Twitter and on Facebook. The Real Jeff versus the Word on Instagram. If you want to follow Shahid, you can follow him on Philly Drugs, um, Instagram, and Twitter. Other than that, uh, yeah, we can go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, Y'all stay safe. We are out of here. Peace.